Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget remember if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. All right, here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, who is in for Paulie Howard. Paulie is out again this week, and we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is our location. Fun show on tap today. We'll talk some uh, NHL and also MMA, UFC in particular, with Adam Hill coming up in 45 minutes. College football with Kenny White who puts together a phenomenal preseason magazine with more than 9,000 individual player ratings in that sport. (laughs) Silly. Uh, That's going to be in an hour. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, coming up later on. And, Matt, we do have one of the greatest athletes in the history of mankind on the show today. No no exaggeration. Joey Chestnut in two hours on the show. Uh, It's great to have Joey Jaws on the show today, and uh, we're going to have a lot of tough questions ready for him about eating. Competitive eating. Yes, if he can go, if he can hit that 75 number again this year, like he accomplished last year during the pandemic. Yeah, that was uh, last July 4th. He set the record 75 buns and hot dogs in 10 minutes. I could not do that, Mitch. I don't know if I could do 20. I couldn't do 10. Yeah, probably couldn't. I don't do think 10. I could. I love hot dogs. I, I couldn't remember do 10. Jonathan Von Tobel tried the hot dog uh, eating challenge the first year of V Sin out at the South Point. I think he got five hot dogs and puked uh, immediately after. And uh, our our competitive eating contests were canceled by management after yes, that. Yes, yes. I think it was on his fifth one where he eventually lost his lunch yeah. 
And that was it. And then he tapped out. He said it was the um, it was just that same hot dog taste over and over and over again that got. Not to sure him. he's had a hot dog since. Probably not. Four years ago. Probably not. I'm a really fast eater. Eater, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like I can whack down. I'm done in three minutes. Like I'm hungry. I want to eat. I don't want to talk. I'm in and out. Bam, let's go. That's how I operate. But I, I hell, I just said I couldn't do ten. I don't know if I could do five in ten minutes. I could probably do that if I'm starving. But ten, one a minute. I don't think I could average that. No, I, I could not. Oh, you know, and that, you know what's interesting too. The best competitive eaters are not big fat guys. Yep. A lot of times they're skinny or medium build type of guys, like Joey Chestnut. Even though he what's he weigh two twenty, two forty. Yeah, uh, he's a tall guy. He's not a big fat guy. And um, I was talking about that over the weekend with Doug Kazarian of ESPN. Doug is a competitive eating champion, by yes. the way. Yeah, and some small circuit contests. <laughs> yes, very small. I think he did a he won a burrito, a burrito eating, eating championship contest. one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I could I could hold my own in a buff like a chicken wing eating contest. Mm-hmm. No, I don't not with pros, right. but I can do I can do quite a number. Of, if you give me like three or four beers and uh, some wings, man, I can whack those wings down in no time like that. That might be the fastest meal. They're not piping hot, to, so like it doesn't you know right. burn the roof of your mouth. I can hang I can hang in in some lower level leagues I think as well or contests. Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. But we have to know this because you can bet on how many hot dogs he's going to eat again this year. Yes, you can. So we need to know the preparation if he's feeling good. Can he is seventy five the goal again? Because I mean maybe maybe he just gets to the point of his career he's like ah, look I'm going to be coasting to another championship. I'm going to have a twenty hot dog league with two minutes to go. And you know what I did seventy five last year. It's not that important anymore. Uh, what's the peak of the career for a competitive eater? I mean, Joey Chestnut's, what, 37 years old, 38 years yeah, old? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at what point does a competitive eater start to hit the downside of his career, Mitch? It's a great question. Yeah, okay. Does anybody know that answer? I don't know. Up next, a full weekend betting recap. Uh, the Suns can eliminate the Clippers, and we have game one of the Stanley Cup final tonight. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Phoenix Suns, who went away for the NBA Finals, are laying five and a half at home against the LA Clippers today, the total 215. Trey Young with 35, a loss to the Milwaukee Bucks yesterday. He has a sprained right ankle after stepping on a referee's foot. He'll have an MRI today. Milwaukee, the six and a half point favorite in game four of the Eastern Conference Finals on Tuesday at State Farm Arena. Game one, NHL Stanley Cup final. Tampa Bay, the $2 favorite at home with Montreal, plus 180. Five over the total. Baseball today, Zach Greinke, a $3.30 favorite at home against Baltimore, plus 270. Nine and a half over at Minute Maid Park. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Here's the new feature that we have on vcin.com every day. You can find the latest betting splits on every game and all of the uh, major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. 
start your next sports bet at vsin.com. We'll begin by uh, recapping what took place in this segment over the weekend and where we stand right now. You know, based on the updated series prices that I'm seeing after last night's win by the Bucks, Matt, I mean, mm-hmm. minus 1,600, minus 2,000 to win. The Hawks just came back from down to one of the 76ers to win that series. But now the numbers are telling you this is going to be a monumental hurdle for this team. And we saw what happened last night, right? Again, the key to if you're going to make in-live bets, you have to be watching games. And it was the only thing going on last night in the sports world. So obviously people were going to be watching the game. But once Trey Young went down with the injury, they never even ran the offense through him anymore. He went and hid in the corner. So that tells me that uh, he was banged up probably more than what they were letting on and sprained ankle potentially now and how that could linger in into Game 4 and then for the rest of the series. Well, he said after the game his ankle was uh, really sore. He didn't have the you know the explosion. He couldn't blow past defenders. And uh, who knows what it's going to be like in the next game, but uh, a sprained ankle is not going to heal much no. over the course of a couple of days. So I think uh, <clears throat> that's probably why you're going to see inflated prices on the Bucks to win the series. If Trey Young's not healthy... The Hawks are backed up against the wall, and they got nowhere to go. Uh, really, it's it's Trey Young carrying that offense, and you you don't know what kind of support he's going to get. Uh, last night he was twelve for twenty three from the field, six of fourteen from three, but he scored only three points in the fourth quarter, and the Hawks were held to seventeen points in the fourth because Trey Young was not a factor. And it's just going to be more of the same in uh, Game Four if Young is on a bad wheel and not able to be the same player. I think he'd be a senior at Oklahoma right now. <clears throat> uh, would he be a junior? He would be, uh, yeah, okay. Third year in the league? This is third year. His, Man, his, flies. his improvement already, and he was really, really good as a Sooner. Yeah. But the leaps that this kid has taken, and you saw it again like last night, and I was you know, watching the game thinking to myself, hey, Bucks, do you maybe want to close out on him at some point? <laughs> because they had a, he had at least two or three threes I can think of top of my head. Where he sat there, had the ball, he thought somebody's going to close out on him, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to take my time. Oh, hum. <laughs> Shoots the three. Nobody's going to close out. He buried it like two or three times last night. Right. But then you saw how they did have like two guys out here on him later on in the game. He's like, okay, you're going to come and defend me this closely now, and I'm going to whiz right by you around and go to the baseline basically and throw it up with that kind of floater with the right hand, get fouled on the way to the rack, hit the shot off the glass, and then go to the free throw line. He's already like James Harden. He figured out what James Harden did so well in this league for yeah. you know four or five years where I'm going to develop my three-point shot, uh, and then once I knock this down, I'm going to be improved that you know, you got to come and guard me. Okay, now I'm going to blow by you, and then I have the floater. I have the alley-oop. This is the way we're going to run the offense, and you take that away, and they're a completely different team. Oh, it's, uh, it's a team that lacks, all, lacks any offensive firepower without him if he's not effective. Like you said, he played that one year at Oklahoma. He came into the league. His shot selection stunk. He was a liability on the defensive end of the floor. He's still not a good defender. But he's got to the point where, I'm not going to say unstoppable, but he's uh, so difficult to defend that nobody's quite figured out the Trey Young riddle right now because he can blow by defenders. He can shoot to three. But the problem is now, as you go forward in this series, if you like the Hawks, and I know plenty of people who have money on the Hawks in this series, uh, what happened in the fourth quarter last night's really bad news for your bet. Uh, no doubt. Because he goes down with that ankle injury, and he's probably not going to be a whole lot better in the next game, and I don't think he's going to have enough to carry the Hawks in this series. I mean, last night, you just look at the uh, what the other starters did. 
Bogdanovich last night, three for 16 from the field, two for 10 from three. Terrible. Hawks aren't going to win games with him shooting like that. And uh, that's why Charles Barkley last night on the NBA on TNT called it a wrap. Yeah. So, exactly right. Again, looking at the series course, prices. He also picked Bucks in four before the series. No, he did. He yeah. did. Yeah, here you go. This is Barkley, TNT. He not, he's already doubled down, right? This is like Barkley tripling down after the game. Well, listen, <laughs> this series is a wrap. I told y'all at the game, too, the Hawks are not going to win another game. Well, you told us they would sweep yeah, it, too. Yeah. Well, I did. I did. Listen, Milwaukee was awful in game one, mm-hmm. uh, but they just got a better team. They're going to beat them Tuesday, and they're going to beat them Thursday, and then they're going to play my sons for the world championship. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, no disrespect to my Phoenix Suns, are the best team in the NBA mm-hmm. left in the NBA playoff. You agree? Are they better than Phoenix? I would say so. Uh, right now, that doesn't mean I'm going to bet on the Bucks to win the NBA Finals. No, same here. <clears throat> I will say this, though, in their defense, because it's going to be all the excuse-making has already blown up uh, for the Bucks. People are already calling them, like, the luckiest team to ever if they potentially you know, get to the Finals and then win this whole thing. Mm-hmm. The, the injuries uh, in this net series, Trey Young injury last night. I, but I would say this on the, to have the Bucks back. Can they have a game where all of their star players actually play well at the same time? <clears throat> Holiday was terrible against the Nets. Then the first two games against the series played well until last night. He could not hit the broadside of a barn, sure. right? He missed everything. And then you had Middleton do what he did, and he was phenomenal in the fourth quarter, and he was the reason why they won and covered the game, if you bet on the Bucks last night. And Giannis was awesome. And they had you know good minutes from Bobby Portis, who scored like 15 or 16 points last night. But are they going to give us a game where... All, and, and by the way, Brooke Lopez now has been terrible twice in this series out of three games. Can they get like a good game at the same time from all all five starters? If so, they probably are the best team remaining in the playoffs. Brooke Lopez had a minus 17 last night. Yeah, game one, I believe he was minus 11. Yeah, that's strange. Yep. Actually, in a game you won by 11 points. No, that's the importance of having a big three. You need just Basically, you need two of the big three to play really well to uh, win a game like this. And that's what the Bucks are going to get most times with the Freak and Middleton. That's what they got last night with uh, the Freak scoring 33, Middleton 38, and he hit six threes. Middleton was outstanding. We have to give him uh, props for what he did last night uh, because he was their best player. 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Middleton was outstanding. and He helped blow the game open with a couple of big threes uh, late. But like you said, Holiday was no factor. Two for 11, Missed all three of his three-point attempts. Uh, so the Bucks are still good enough, Mitch, to beat the Hawks when two of the big three sure. play well. They're going to be good enough to beat the Suns if two of the big three play well. And they did get fortunate that the uh, Brooklyn Nets, uh, you know, big three was reduced to uh, basically one and a half men. But, hey, other teams have caught breaks on the way to the NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors caught breaks. Huh? You know, there's uh, plenty of teams have... Uh, have capitalized on the fact that the uh, opponents have had injuries. And uh, remember uh, when the Cavs played the Warriors in the finals and LeBron watched Kevin Love and Kyrie go down to injuries? Right. I, I think in uh, the first game. And LeBron was clearly the best player in that series. Yeah. And they lost, I think, in six. And the following year they came back, and that was the year where Draymond was a dummy. He got kicked out of one of the games. That's true. Uh, ejected for the following game. Yep. And then, and then you know, Curry, I will take this to my grave, I, Curry got hurt early in the playoffs. I think he was impacted by that for the rest of the, the mm-hmm. entire playoffs. But regardless, that's five years ago now. But this, to go down, like this happens for a lot of teams, right? As you pointed out, that's kind of, of the key here. Um, so the winner of this series, obviously, now that the Sun, and by the way, game four, 
tomorrow night, the Bucks are laying six. Total down to 221 I now. think that's also a reflection of the Trey Young ankle injury. Oh, yeah, for sure. If, if Young were fully healthy, I can tell you right now, I'd be on the Hawks yeah. in game four. But we don't know uh, at what percent Young's going to be. Is he going to be 50% on that ankle? Is he going to be 90%? Really have no idea. I read his quotes last night, and I said, nah, this doesn't sound promising Yeah, right. going forward in the series. Uh, Matt, I'll tell you, maybe, maybe they win the game last night if he doesn't get injured. I, well, I think I probably think... They had a great chance to win the game. Let's sure. look at it this way. They were up five after the first. It was a tie game at halftime. They controlled most of the first half. Absolutely. Probably should have been leading at the halves. Led by two after the third. I thought they were in pretty good shape. Uh, and then the wheels fell off with uh, Trey Young being ineffective in the fourth. Yep. I think they got it to, what, seven at 105.98, yeah. right around there anyway. Uh, so the winner here will get the Suns Clippers uh, winner, and the Suns will go for blood tonight, up three games to one. Saturday night was a very rough watch. <laughs> Man, was that difficult. You don't like 84-80 basketball games? I'll tell you what, though. For people who are clamoring for the idea of that, right? Yeah. Give me the 90s basketball, huh? Nobody could shoot. Everybody played great defense. It was tremendous. Right? I want 84-77. Well, you had it. I don't want to hear any complaining then from uh, what happened on Saturday night. But that was just back and forth. The Clippers had so many chances to either you know, take the lead, go ahead, you know, start to you know, maybe pull away a little bit. This tweet from uh, ESPN Stats and Info, 0 of 12 in the fourth quarter for the Clippers on shots that could have tied the game or taken the lead. Most such attempts without a make in the fourth quarter of a game over the last 25 postseasons. <laughs> I saw that too. That's a sad, sad stat for the Clippers on uh, Saturday night. And In fact, you look at the shooting. It was poor for both teams. Uh, the Suns were 4 for 20. From three-point range. Yeah. You're going to win a finals game shooting four for 20? Well, you can if the opponent shoots five for 31. <laughs> and that's what the Clippers <laughs> shot. <laughs> if you look at uh, Paul George and Reggie Jackson combined three for 18 from three. Uh, you know what I think here? So yesterday's game, the total was 224. Right. And uh, I did have a small bet under uh, yesterday. I think as these series go on, especially this one, you're going to see lower scores because these, these players are gassed. Yep. I think injuries are taking a toll on a lot of these teams. And especially with the Clippers right now, Paul George is trying to carry the team in Kawhi Leonard's absence. He's got a little bit of help from Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, whoever steps up. But George is not a leading man. He's not the, he's not the alpha dog, right? He's no. not the guy who's going to lead the way. But he's trying to here. So when you have tired legs, what's that? that's going to lead to poor jump shooting and a slower pace. Yeah. And we saw that with the Suns, and we also saw it especially with the Clippers on Saturday night in a the game they hit 164 points. The total's been adjusted from 219 down to 215 hmm. for this next game. I still like it under 215 yeah. because, like I said, I, I believe that tired legs are going to contribute to poor jump shooting and a slower-paced game in uh, Game 5. I don't disagree. How good was Aiton? He was, I mean, he's Man. been great. He really has been. He's 22 years old. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... You know what's strange is you think of him as like a 26, 27-year-old. Yeah. He just looks older. He, he seems does. older. But man, he's still a kid. Uh, 22 they, rebounds. 19 points, 22 rebounds. Uh, he was a force down low. There was a lot of missed shots, so there were a lot of rebounds to be had. Yeah. I think they take care of him tonight. I, I think the series is over with him. Well, the Clippers looked to me like a, a team out of gas. Yeah. So... Uh, they need Kawhi back in the worst way, and it's not going to yeah, happen. He's not coming back. No. He's not walking through that door, Mitch. No, he's not. And by the way, what we just said about the Bucks, you know, maybe getting a break with all the injuries, the same is going to have to be said for the Suns, right? Sure. I mean, in their in their first round series, Anthony Davis goes down. 
the Lakers got as high as $9 in that series when yes. they were up two games to one. Yes. And it was never the same thing. In round two, they swept the Nuggets, but guess what? No Jamal Murray. You'll hear about that. Mm-hmm. And the same thing here with no Kawhi Leonard. But uh, was it Arash Marchese from ES, from, uh, who works in Los Angeles uh, who said this year is the year of the asterisk, not last year? Well, he's also a Lakers fan, so. No, he is. Yes, right. And I don't, I don't want to. that with a grain of salt. I'm not putting an asterisk next to anything. Mm-hmm. You had to earn these titles, man. It's not easy ever. But the point of got you know shortened seasoned, uh, so many games in a short amount of time, the injuries were really mounting up. All that is true. Like we've had more injuries now throughout the playoffs than any year mm-hmm. that I can remember. Well, this is a uh, a season of attrition. Yes, it uh, is. Who can survive the attrition? And it's uh, probably going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. You would think. I mean. Uh, it'd still be a pretty good series, I think, between the Suns and the Bucks. I'm not, I think so, not yes. ready to predict a winner, right? But um, yeah, if you look at all the teams, you, you didn't even mention that the Jazz lost uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you know, just think of all the or Mike Conley, Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah, think of all the key players who have been out the course of this NBA season, and especially the playoffs. It has been uh, attrition has been a big deal. And uh, we'll see which teams can overcome it. But it looks like it's going to be the Bucks and the Suns. A couple notes on baseball from the weekend. Otani did it yet again. Man, amazing. He's got 25 home runs now. He's one back of Vlad. Uh, tweet here from at stats by stats. Only two players in American League history have had 25-plus home runs, 10 stole, uh, stolen bases, and 75 pitching strikeouts in their careers. Babe Ruth and Otani, who's done it this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I was watching a little bit of yesterday's game. Otani. Uh, do we have the call from Matt Vasquezian over the weekend? I think we'll play it before the. Yeah, we'll play okay. it at some point today. He hit a home run on the catwalk at Tropicana Field. Yeah. Uh, the lead off the weekend, then he hit one again yesterday. Right now, at BetMGM, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the um, the favorite, even money favorite in the American League MVP race. Vlad's got twenty six homers, like you said. Uh huh. Uh, Shohei is the second choice of plus 105. 25 homers in addition to 11 starts as a pitcher. 3-1, 258 ERA, 82 strikeouts and 59 innings. Um, man, that's you got great right now. You have great two-horse races for MVP in both leagues. Yep. Vlad, Vlad Jr. and Otani. And then the uh, National League with DeGrom and Fernando Tatis Jr. All right, so here is the call. Uh, on Angels Television, Matt Vaskersian on it, the, the one in which Otani just absolutely, it was a total moonshot. Yep. A ball and a strike to Shohei, four homers on the homestand, and a home run here in Tampa St. Pete. That didn't take long. Oh, man! Too sexy for the catwalk! <laughs> one nothing Halos! Gotcha! Valley Sports <laughs> in Los Angeles. I was watching that. Too sexy for the catwalk. Yep. Good call by Vasquez. What Shohei's doing right now is sensational. Like you said, we haven't seen this in baseball because we were not alive when Babe Ruth played. Yep. And another thing that you pointed <laughs> out, and we'll touch on this maybe a little bit more in, later on in the show today, but something that you said about Garrett Cole and the Yankees. Yeah. Cashman, what's he like watching these performances now all of a sudden with Garrett Cole on the mound? I exchanged some uh, messages with uh, William Hill, the VCN handicapper, about this yesterday. I told him... <clears throat> A couple months ago, I said, keep an eye on Garrett Cole because if he can't cheat, he's not going to be the dominant pitcher he was in Houston. Yep. We'll stay what on baseball. Yesterday? He got knocked out early destroyed. by the Red Sox. Destroyed. We'll stick on baseball. Don't look now. But they're the first team to win 50 games this season, and I'm telling you, like, nobody had this.
love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers and their feature called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets. Daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus. Fastest payouts and only one-time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com, New Jersey. You must be 21. So how about this? Uh, the Stanford, You could probably win a bar bet or three with mm-hmm. this some, at some point this week. The San Francisco Giants were the first team to reach 50 wins on the season. Yeah. Like, who had that? What would the odds have been on that? I believe at some spots they were 85-1 to 1 to win this division before the season started. That is true. I was looking that up over the weekend. I saw Rex Byers from the Westgate Superbook tweet out something that uh, six odds makers at the Westgate were making their win totals before the season, and none of them had the Giants winning more games than the D-backs. Oh, wow. Ooh, How about think about that. that. D-backs just stopped a 24-game road losing streak, by the way, and the Giants uh, won their 50th game of the season. I think the D-backs uh, are around 35 ga- games below 500. Yeah. Already, 30, oh, yeah. 34, 35 right. in that neighborhood. Right. <laughs> 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 they did beat the Padres 10-1 to on Saturday night, but uh, that's the only highlight, really, yeah. they've had in the past two months. There it is right there. The D-backs are uh, 25 games under, 10-33 and 33 on the road, and... Um, the Giants fifty and twenty-seven. What is twenty-nine games back? Yep, that's twenty-nine games behind the Giants. And I've seen them now as low as plus two fifty to win this division. I do not have a single bet on the Giants to win this division this year. I know people who do. I'm not one of them. I don't either. I bet on the Giants twice over the weekend against the A's on Friday and Saturday. They're right around even money, um, and I'm still not quite sure how the Giants are getting it done. Uh, but they're finding ways to win games. Getting pretty solid starting pitching. Yes, they are. Thing. The bullpen's been solid. They they don't have any offensive standouts necessarily, but a lot of guys who are, um, I guess, getting timely hits and contributing, uh, like uh, Yastrzemski. Yep. You know, he's he's only hitting around 240 right now, but he's one of their better offensive players. Yesterday, I think things got a little bit out of hand. I did bet the A's at plus 150. Or 140, I think it was plus 140. The Giants were minus 150 against Cole Irvin. You know, I like to bet good teams to avoid the sweep on Mm. Sunday. It worked out with the A's yesterday, Mitch. It did not work out with the Yankees. It did not. It did not. That was over. They got ugly early for the Yankees. 0-6 against the Red Sox now on the season. 0-6. You know, if George Steinbrenner were in charge, heads would be rolling right now in the Bronx. Oh, they would have been rolling for weeks already. No doubt about it. And uh, you're right. I mean, you brought this up a while back, the spin rate stuff. What, what's it like for Brian Cashman watching Garrett Cole starts right now? Well, mm. I can't believe Cashman was so short, short-sighted they didn't think about this uh, when, when they made the, uh, the free agent pitch to Garrett Cole. Yep. All the Astros pitchers got better when they got to Houston. All the guys who came from elsewhere, remember Justin Verlander, he was a bet against. He was getting rocked almost every time out. Went to Houston, what happened? Oh yeah, Career revival. Yeah. Well, hey, the spin rate was a lot better on his pitches. Uh, You had to think that if uh, for some reason Garrett Cole wouldn't be allowed to uh, doctor the baseball like he did with the Astros, he's not going to be a dominant uh, pitcher. Yankees gave him nine years, 324 million, 
you had to be thinking at the time if you're Cashman, hey, maybe it's not such a great idea. Yep. Uh, I know this was the Sunday night game last night. Had this been a mm-hmm. game Monday through fr- Friday, we certainly would have talked about it a lot. It was the Cubs and Dodgers. And this stat is incredible and now improved even on this. But Buster only had a tweet yesterday before the game talking about the matchup of the Cubs-Dodgers uh, with Kershaw taking on uh, Ezele. Since 2014, teams that start a rookie pitcher at Dodger Stadium against Kershaw are now 2-18. and The rookie starters were 0-12 before last mm-hmm. night with seven no decisions in that span. Make it 0-13, and, and Kershaw was brilliant last night, striking out 13 batters. It always helps when uh, you get a grand slam. You get that th- sort of run support in the first inning. Yeah, Kershaw was in control last night. And uh, I'll tell you what, I know some pretty sharp betters who were laying the minus 199 here at Circa on the Dodgers yesterday. And uh, typically you don't want to lay that type of price in baseball, but uh, you didn't have to sweat that last night. Dodgers yep. win easily 7-1 to over the Cubs. Quickly here, Tatis, three-home run game over the weekend. Friday night, yeah. He's not even the favorite right now to win the NL MVP. No. DeGrom is still the favorite the way it looks at many spots. Surprised by that? A little bit surprised. I just wrote a column about that for the New York Post in our magazine, and a lot of it has to do with more money being on DeGrom. So yeah, DeGrom sure. opened at 50-1 to 1 at that MGM, so he's got a little bit more liability as a long shot. How about this? A new sports book in Las Vegas opened up last week. The reviews are pouring in. Let's just say they're not getting five stars. <laughs> no. From the OddsTrader.com studio at Circuit Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Visit OddsTrader.com. So a brand spanking new casino opened up and sports book here in Las Vegas late last week. It's called Resorts World. Uh, first opening on the strip in more than a decade. You were there over the weekend, huh? I stopped over at Resorts World with uh, big Randy McKay and Doug Kazarian and uh, Dan Saley, college football handicapper, and uh, uh, I was not blown away by it. Let's put it that way. You were not. A $4 billion mega resort, and you were not blown away. No. I like, and I'm not saying that because we're sitting here, I like Circa far, far better than what I saw at Resorts World. What were some of the issues? It's just, I think it's strange. I don't like the layout of the casino, for one thing. It's a very long casino. And for some reason, they have some cars, like model cars, down at one end of it. I don't really get the point of that, why the cars are parked in the casino. And right next to it, there's a country bar. And next to that is a tiny little sports book. And The sports book is tiny? There's very little seating. Oh, uh, it's It's not fan-friendly at all. Like, it's not a place you would want to hang out and watch a game, let's put it that way. It's it's just not designed well. Um, <clears throat> I guess there are plenty of, uh, f- plenty of food options within the casino, a couple of casino bars. It just The layout to me is just a little bit awkward, and um, I don't understand the model cars next to the country bar, next to the tiny sports book at the very end of the uh, that turned me off. I was ready to leave at that point. And, uh, you know, we saw, Mitch, you and I and everybody saw reports over the weekend about <clears throat> the shenanigans 
that the sports book was uh, wow. staging as far as uh, betting limits and all sorts of uh, nonsense. Yeah, I saw plenty of, uh, you know, on, on Twitter anyway, I saw it making the rounds where guys who were going down there, opening up accounts, IGT, they're, yes. they're, they're running IGT numbers. Okay, so... That's, and, a que- that's a questionable decision from the start. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you knew, you probably knew going in what was the issues and the problems were going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then you saw guys that were going down there, putting tons of money in their accounts, and they're like, wait a second here, you've never taken a bet from me in my entire life. Like, there's this one... Uh, this tweet that we'll put up here from a pro sports better. Now, this is the same guy who actually, I don't know him, but he tweeted at uh, the Westgate during the Euro 20s, and he said, will you take $200,000 a game on these football matchups, on the soccer matchups? Uh-huh. So uh, evidently he likes to fire qu- quite big, right? 200000 Yeah, on a soccer match. So he okay. tweeted out at the property and said, is this some kind of a joke? You guys had me limited before taking any of my action. I tried every bet down to 250 and you countered with five bucks. And he said, I can't brush my teeth for $5. He tried to get, this is uh, for, a, look at this, for an NBA game that night. This was Saturday night. Suns minus one. He's trying to get down 275 on the Suns. They gave him $5. Well, $5 and 50 cents. Well, yeah, $5. to win $5. Yeah, yeah sorry. My bad. <laughs> right? You know, I, I'm sure he tried to put initially put in a lot more than 275 too. We're talking NBA. Uh, the limits should be nowhere near that. I mean, it's an NBA side that we're talking about. You should be allowed to bet thousands of dollars on an NBA side. He got denied at 275 dollars. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I think the explanation from the uh, casino or the book was that there was a glitch with the app or whatever, and uh, it's being fixed and all that's going to be corrected, but um, things don't look promising for the Resorts World no. Sportsbook if you're a sharp player, let's put it that way. There was another better who I saw, and he, <clears throat> he left how much he put in his, uh, his account uh-huh. on the screen grab, so he put 20000 in his co- account. He tried to get $300 on a UFC fight on Saturday where the fighter was laying $1.50. Oh, no. They gave him like 75 bucks on it, I believe. Inexcusable. Something like this should not happen in Nevada. No. And this is uh, what it costs to build this resort? $4 Four billion? $4 billion. Oh, You and, can have $5.50 and cents on that bet, sir. I don't, honestly, and <clears throat> what's the point? Why even have a sports book? What, what are we book? doing? Yeah, why would you have why, a sports Why book? even have a tiny little sports book the size of a, a big broom closet uh, next to a country bar if you're going to limit people to $5.50? Sure. Uh, I, didn't like, I didn't like anything about Resorts World when I was over there. I don't want to... Completely trashed the place because no, I'm sure, sure it's got right. some positive attributes. You know, I've heard the pool is nice. Got a couple of good nightclubs, maybe, uh, but I was not impressed. And anybody who goes in there thinking, oh, "I'm going to go check in, check out the sports book," save your time. Mm. There's nothing to check out. There, there's a different sports book in town that I just opened up an account at. It's pretty much the same thing so mm-hmm. far. Matt, this is uh, it's the first time something like this egregious happened to me. Where and I, I know essentially nothing about NASCAR. But, you know, I don't I don't watch the races. Right. I follow people who are really sharp, who bet races, right? So one person sent out a driver that he liked a couple of weeks ago and he was around he liked him at sixty to one. I found this driver available at a hundred to one. I'm like, okay, yeah. no problem. I'm gonna take a shot. It's about the price. And I've I've been like 
they've limited like props before down to like twelve dollars and mm. stuff. So I'm like, okay. I tried to put get this. I tried to put twenty dollars <clears throat> on this driver. Twenty at a uh, hundred to one. Got denied. Not only did they reject it after it was sent to their traders, it's going to time out in 15 seconds, 14, it counts mm-hmm. it down right, right in front of you. Not only was it rejected, they then immediately moved the driver down to 7 to 1. Oh, no. To what? 7 to 1. From 100 to 1 From to 100 7 to, to 1. 1. Oh, no. They not only did not take a $20 bet. It didn't even offer you like a $10 no, bet instead? nothing. Zero. Bet totally oh. rejected. Oh. They said... Screw this hundred to one. We fell asleep. We're going to cut him down to seven to one on the bet. You know. First of all, where's Nevada gaming on this stuff as well? I know that has to be illegal. You cannot do that. That you the the the, the book I think would lose that case. Every what are they going to say? Oh, we were taking a lot of bets on this guy at the same time. Show the books then, because I promise you, you're lying. No, you were not. Yeah, that should not happen in the state of Nevada. It's embarrassing. Yep. That's just, oh, man. It's NASCAR. I don't I mean, I don't even, I just opened up an account a month ago. Oh, the fair thing to do would be to offer you a, a bet for $10 at that price and then lower the, whatever they want to lower sure. the odds to, right. fine. Right. But that's yeah. just, that's complete nonsense, man. Ugh. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Email is ftm at vsin.com. FTM for follow the money at vsin.com. Adam Hill is going to join the show. We have a big UFC match coming up in two weeks. We'll talk to him about that. And also, uh, you know, he covers the Golden Knights here in town. We all watch the Canadians take that team apart in six games. Does he expect their magical run to continue against the Lightning? We'll ask him about that coming up next. has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sign up today for the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Download the app. Sign up using the promo code VSIN and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Adam Hill joins the program now, frequent guest and host here on VEASAN. Also covers the Golden Knights, MMA, uh, everything for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He's a hockey guy now. He is, yeah. yeah. He's, he's fully turned. 100% hockey guy. Adam joins the program. How are you today, pal? Oh, I mean, as a hockey guy, the Stanley Cup final is here. Cannot wait, guys. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm not really that excited. I thought no. the Islanders-Vegas Golden Knights was going to be a great series. And now we have uh, well, the other two teams. I'm also holding so. a Canadian ticket at 25 to one. Well, so you, you have a reason excited. to be excited because of that futures ticket. Yeah. So, Adam, we all, you know, I mean, again, biggest dogs in that round in you know 30 years. You know, talking about the round previously here to the Golden Knights, and they won in six games. We all watched it. They were the better team for a majority of that series. Do you think this run continues, or is it going to run out here against the Lightning? Yeah, I, I think it's it's weird to try to figure that out. I know for one part of it. Uh, the Canadians were just a really bad matchup for the Golden Knights in retrospect, uh, much like the Dallas Stars were last year. And, and for one key stat, 
uh, Dallas last year was number two against the rush. And the Golden Knights were so good at scoring on the rush. And Dallas shut them down, slowed them down, and beat them in the playoffs. This year, the Canadians, what were they against the rush? First. Yep. So that seems to be the, the, you know, the way to beat the Knights. So I'm going to say that the, you know, the Canadians had the benefit of that matchup. And that's why it was good for them. Uh, but there also is a possibility, and I, you know, I raised this, and I got shot down so quickly last week uh, by some other hockey people. But I said, what if the, the North just wasn't that bad? Like, we all just assumed it was, but they, they only played each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's really tough to gauge exactly, you know, how those teams were. And so, you know, the, the you know, Canadians come in with kind of an ugly record, and you're like, well, they're, no very, they're not very good because the whole North sucked. Well, what if it didn't? What if the North was just a lot better than we gave it credit for? So I think that's possible, and we might have seen a little bit of, a little bit of that against the Knights. But at the same time, it's only the first matchup we've seen between the North and any other division. So I think it's really tough to gauge that. That's a good point, too. I thought about that as well. So Game 1, Stanley Cup Final. It's uh, Tampa Bay minus 202 here at Circus Sports for the series price, minus 310. And you can also bet on the exact outcomes in the series. Adam, if you had to bet on this series... Right now, which side would you take? I mean, I like Tampa to win the series. I do think that they're a better team, and they have a lot going for them. Um, but, you know, that price does scare me, and I, I don't necessarily want to get out there and, um, you know, pound a number like that, uh, not quite knowing exactly, you know, how this matchup lies. And let's not forget there there's some question marks uh, with the Kucherov injury, and I think that, you know, mm-hmm. that could be uh, could be pretty telling going into the series. So I'm, I'm not going to lay a big price on the most favorite. Maybe uh, – get a feel for it early on. If the Canadians take a game here, maybe take one of them in Tampa, you get a much better price uh, going back to Montreal or, and uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe try to play it that way. Try to wait for a better price on the series on Tampa. Yeah. You know, what's wild though, is that the golden Knights again, were $5 or higher at some spots here in town. Yeah. They lose in six games. And then uh, at other spots here, when the lightning opened up, they were around two sixty. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you have it five twenty five on the golden Knights and then like two sixty on the lightning? That makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, you're, we might be overreacting, but like I said, it's, it's also, you know, the, the book is in the same position that we are of not quite knowing. Um, you know, usually you have a lot of data of, of, you know, head-to-head and how divisions match up and how teams play. Well, we really don't have that this year. All we have in terms of where the North Division was, and the Canadians in particular, uh, was that series against the Golden Knights. It's the only crossover matchup we've seen. So uh, I want to say it's an overreaction, but at the same time, like, they're just kind of get, getting some original data now on how the Canadians match up with other divisions. You know, Mitch, I said I was uh, pulling for a New York-Vegas Stanley Cup final. I thought that would have been great for a lot of different reasons. But, hey, it's been a it's been a long time since the Canadians have been here. Was it 1993? Yeah. We have a lot yeah. of viewers up in Canada who watch this show every day. I'm going to pull for the underdog in this series against the defending champs. I'd like to see the Canadians pulled off. And, Adam, uh, you can do that if you have a hot goaltender uh, you and I were doing a show back in the day when um, Tim Thomas got hot for the Boston Bruins and carried them through uh, to the Cup. Can Carey Price do that for the Canadians? I think it's, it's, it's definitely possible. I mean, he's he's got that kind of capability, and um, I can tell you from kind of covering that side uh, of of things during the Golden Knights series, that was the... Uh, um, you know, my role was as, you know, the opposing beat writer uh, for the review trail in that series. So I was covering the Canadian side. I was on all their pressers. And not only, you know, how good Carey Price is and how he can be locked in and, and what this means to him, but, you know, a lot of the players just speak, you know, rave about 
uh, Carey Price as a player and a person and, and how much they want to win for him. And he's been kind of, you know, having this unbelievable career as one of the best goalies in the league, just languishing away uh, up in Montreal in a team that just didn't have a whole lot of success. And, and now it's, you know, their chance to kind of play for him. And, you know, we talk about the young players on, on Montreal and, you know, at Caulfield and Suzuki and some of the talent that they have as young guys. But it's pretty amazing how those guys, Cole Caulfield in particular, is like, hey, listen, I plan on doing this a lot. But, you know, these some of these old guys on our team have been doing this for so long without being in this position, and we're going to do everything we can to win for them. So I think there's that combination of Carey Price being that good and with that ability to maybe carry them and a team that really, really wants to win for him and some of the other guys on the team. So it's a good formula, uh, and, and it's you know kind of a nice story. Uh, but it's it's one thing to to want to do it and to play for them, and it's another thing to try to beat a really really good team like Tampa. Adam Hill of the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal with us. Follow him on Twitter at Adam Hill LVRJ. One more goal goalie question here. Mark Andre Fleury's been the face of the franchise for the Vegas Golden Knights for four years. Uh, would you make him an underdog to be back for a fifth year? Oh man, uh, it's it's such a weird question because it's so so obvious from the outside with you know, no emotional attachment at all to say that they have to trade him and they should trade him and he should be done uh, in a Golden Knights uniform just, you know, logistically for cap purposes and for how they want to build a team. It's it's really easy to say he should be gone. But, you know, the the fan base is attached. And I know, you know, last year kind of the story behind the scenes was that uh, the owner of the team, Bill Foley, said, Hey, listen. I know you're trying to trade him, but we're not trading him. Like he—he's too important to this franchise and this team. Um, now, that's one thing to say it last year, and another thing to say it going into this year, when you have a different schedule set up. And last year it was much more conducive to keep two goalies for the regular season because it was so condensed. Uh, and going into this year, where hey, you're another year in without winning the cup that you think you can win, and uh, the fact that you don't have a whole lot of salary cap flexibility, and one of the only ways to make a real move is to trade one of the goalies, and Flurry makes the most sense to trade uh, because Leonard is a guy that's younger and is going to be around longer, and Flurry's going to the last year of his contract. So I would trade him, uh, and I think I, I believe the front office wants to trade him, but that's a, that's a big leap to take. There's never a downtime in sports unless we live through a pandemic. Um, but this week, obviously, next week, very, very busy. Next Sunday now, we are, well, this Sunday, I should say, we get the greatest of all time in Joey Chestnut going at it again to win another hot dog mustard belt championship. And then basically two weeks from now, we get a guy who was once thought of as the best pound-for-pound guy by maybe I think a lot of people as uh, Conor McGregor makes his return to the octagon to take on uh, Dustin Poirier. And right now it's circa Poirier's even money. McGregor is minus 120 here and I'm not surprised by that because McGregor's always going to take some money, obviously. Where do you think this number goes, and who do you like here as they fight one more time? I mean, I feel like we're going to see one of those traditional, you know, Connor crowds flocking to Vegas and yep. betting on him. Uh, but I, I also think, I mean, I, I haven't talked to too many people about the fight yet, but I have to think some of the sharper guys are going to be all over Poirier and just waiting for that price as the fans kind of push him up. Um, I like Poirier in the fight again, uh, just like I liked him last time. And I, I, I tend to always like the opponents of Conor McGregor uh, because those numbers are so out of whack with some of the betting markets. So uh, I would be looking for the best price I could get on Poirier. I'd imagine some, some other sharp people are too. Uh, but it's it's that energy is going to be fun. I mean, the, those those fight weeks are kind of what we've been missing a lot. When, even though we've had UFC throughout the, the pandemic, like the Conor McGregor, 
coming into town, bringing those bringing those people and uh, coming into the city. That that's been missed, and it's going to be very cool to have that uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. But I I think there could be some good opportunities if uh, if the money comes in on McGregor to pound Poirier. Probably get uh, Poirier at a plus price. I'm I guessing. Think. Yeah, yeah. McGregor's yeah. going to be bet up to uh, a decent favor. Probably that fight's July 10th at T-Mobile Arena. Adam, we've got Joey Chestnut coming on here. Uh, what is the oh, match about? Hour and 15 minutes? Yeah, right around there. How many hot dogs and buns could you eat in 10 minutes? I've already watched JVT and Greg Peterson almost die trying this contest at VSEN. How many could you eat? Man, I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I do consider, first of all, Mr. Chestnut one of the greatest athletes of all time, of course. <laughs> uh, and to, to just be uh, to the honor of being tagged on a tweet with him today of being on the show was uh, beyond belief. Even though, listen, I was a Kobayashi guy. Uh, I'll always be a Kobayashi guy. I miss that rivalry. Um, I, I give I give Mr. Chestnut the respect he deserves. I'm not going to claim I can make a big run uh, as a hot dog champion, but I will say, I will say, I, as somebody who has studied this contest for a long time, I do appreciate the technique. I wouldn't love it, but I would try to emulate uh, the great <laughs> the great Joey Chestnut with you know dipping the buns in the water, even though it's disgusting. That's the way you got to do it if you want to be a champion. Uh, I think I could go, I don't know, what did they do? I, I could beat them. JBT had like four and a half down, and that was it. <laughs> four yeah. and a half? I was going to say 12 at least. JBT had four or five. I think Greg Peterson had six. Peterson almost died. Hoops Peterson almost. <laughs> and that's when that's when eating contests were uh, outlawed at V-Cent after Hoops Peterson almost died. He, had to, he was choking on the last hot dog. Uh, so... Joey Chestnut did 75. I think yeah. Adam Hill could do. Yeah. He could do 10. Do, do, I think he could do, do you think we got 20 seconds here? Do you think Joey hit 75 again this year? Uh, Joey, Joey can do whatever he wants to do. He needs somebody to set the pace for him. He needs somebody else to compete with him. But I like uh, yeah, I think that's possible. Great angle for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. We appreciate the time. Of course. Yep. Updated. Con Smythe odds up next. He might not win, but he had four goals against the Golden Knights. He's 55 to 1. spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. 
With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 